This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, as I've got a little interview for you guys, it's lined Another up. Another one. I lined up an interview while I was in Wellington uh, with DPAG curator Lucy Hammond. She is a uh, Hammond, sorry. She's fantastic to talk to, very easy uh, person to talk to. So we just yarned about like how the DPAG's mm-hmm. going, especially with COVID, what her job like entails, what she likes about it. Um, no complaints from her. She oh, really yeah. is a fan of, of being a curator, especially at the DPAG, because it's such a cool like, archive and shit. Well, they've got such a large history yeah. of works yeah. and body, like, just in archives, like, even going back there last week, like, there's a lot of different aspects, especially in the current shows. I'm, I'm not going to pronounce their names because I don't know them off the top of my heads. Uh, like, like, uh, <laughs> we got Paimanu Terakatsu and Hideka Takumura. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those different ones. Um, but it's like how they fuse the their traditional and show that mm. in parallel to the old Pacifica and Tereo and different iwi. Just all the different pieces and I guess not comparison but in that duality of it where it's just like this was the classic and now this is like what we're not making up for that. Yeah. I guess not dismissal. There's so many words you can choose, <laughs> and like you have to. Well, that's what she. Um, yeah, that's a bit of what Lucy gets into, kind of like yeah. some of the problem, problematic elements she, of, of, of the collection she briefly mentioned. You know? She'll be definitely able to explain it better than me right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like in that late breakfast mindset, where it's just <laughs> like maybe not enough coffee, words are escaping, escaping. me. But she'll definitely know, and so it's like it's going to be aw- awesome to hear in her own words that yeah. kind of direction that they're taking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we should we get on with it? Get into it. Let's it's jump in. Mean we have the interview with Lucy Hammond, DPAG curator, coming on right now, folks. DPAG Late Breakfast. I'm speaking with DPAG curator Lucy Hammonds. Now, Lucy, how the hell are you? Uh, kia ora, Zach. I'm good. I'm good, thank you. It's, um, you know, it's not an easy time for anyone at the moment, but you just sort of get through it and, and things are things are going okay so far. You've been a curator at the um, Dunedin Public Art Gallery for nearly seven years, which is quite impressive. Have you noticed any trends in the exhibits displayed at the gallery in your time there? For example, has there been a change to present more art from a certain medium? Uh, has a certain substance or thematic matter become more prevalent in the exhibits there? Or has a certain type of exhibit, for example, a curatorial exhibit, become more commonplace? Yeah, it was, I was a bit surprised when you said I'd been there for seven years because it still feels like it's quite fresh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things about doing a job like mine, I suppose, is that you do sometimes end up being in the role for extended periods because, um, well, it's good fun and um, projects sometimes take several years to kind of develop. So, um, yeah, but I was a bit surprised by the seven years, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's trends or... There's always changes, like the nature of... of an institution like the DPEG is that the, the program is very changeable like because we're tasked with working with an historical collection and we're tasked with working in the contemporary space so you kind of sometimes it's a matter of never quite knowing what's coming next and that's part of the exciting thing um, you know in the contemporary kind of end of things there's certainly shifts in the way artists are working and the type of works that they're doing over the last sort of 10 years or so I would say that there's been more work in the video space or sort of digital new media kind of space because technology is changing quite rapidly and access to those technologies is changing and things like that. Different sorts of works are coming out of people's um, experiences at art school. But in saying that, there's still, you know, a lot of practice in, you know, what you might think of as more traditional media. Uh, so, so I suppose that's an answer, not answer to say like everything's changed, but nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah for me like in terms of the way I work um, over a period of time you get to know the collection you work with and you get to know the community you're working in better over time as your relationships grow and your kind of research builds and so that always sort of brings different dimensions into what ends up um, in the in the work curatorial sort of work that I do like the outputs of my exhibition making you know you always find new things in the collection or new sort of paths to follow would you say that might be like your favorite aspect of being a curator like the kind of research finding new things in this giant collection and maybe the community aspect of it as well oh honestly it's the best job in the world um don't tell anyone um (laughs) no it's a really it's a really wonderful thing to do being a curator It, it well i you know i like being a curator in the context that i'm in because of those things as you say you've got collections which are sort of infinitely interesting and complicated and problematic and kind of thorny and come with great sort of responsibility of um, looking after the sort of stories that are within them and you know working as a contemporary art curator you're sort of working alongside artists and advocating for artists who you know are at a really interesting end of the production of new knowledge you know both of those things are a real privilege to be involved with and come with a lot of responsibility I think of using the platform really well and those are things that I really do love about my job you know we work with really interesting projects I really believe in the importance of of art and of art galleries and communities being accessible being available being places that are used and that's one of the things that when I moved to Otipoti from the north that um, was really amazing about working here is that you know the well right now is a little bit different but um, in general <laughs> the you know the visitation from people who live in the city or in the region is really high there's a real kind of mix of, of people with very interesting quite specialized often um, sort of back Grounds and interests that come to the gallery. Um, the university brings a lot to that as well. It, it, but it's a city that really kind of supports arts and culture. And you know, you, you sort of I think there's an acceptance that not everyone has to love everything they see every time they walk through the art gallery. But there's a kind of general belief I think that that platform's important and and that that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not you might not, not love everything. everything might, but, yeah, yeah, not everything might resonate with you. But odds are some something will and and the kind of acceptance that the space that, that space can be held by things that are new or challenging to you is also a, a good thing so mm-hmm. yeah I think it's, that's a real characteristic of what it means to be working here in the sort of community we're working in and that's really cool now overall how would you say 2021 went for the DPAC I guess given with the given with the lockdown and you know 2021 was a really cool year um, <laughs> it, was, it was great you know I know it's been difficult and I totally acknowledge it and kind of you know put it out there to, to everyone because it's it's tough. I was thinking back when you sort of mentioned that to lockdown in August, and it was a bit you know I think lots of us felt it wasn't novel, a, a tough stretch after a tough year, mm. um, and I know that that sort of stretched out much longer for people in, in um, Tamaki and in Northland and Waikato etc. But Monaco, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was tough tiring and you know kids were tired and families were tired and colleagues were tired and artists were tired but as a year around that I was just looking back at our program for 2021 and you know there was some real 
strengths and great highlights for me. I think what we did in the first lockdown in 2020 was essentially we lifted up a chunk of our program because our program changes about our contemporary program changes about four times a year um, in groups of sort of like you know between two and four exhibitions within that season and we sort of hit pause in 2020 at, at the first lockdown and moved a season of exhibitions out by a year so what was on the floor could have a longer kind of period of time so people had a chance to come back in and the project sort of got put on on pause at the beginning of 2021 we were able to insert that whole season of exhibitions in so that was really exciting at the beginning of the year because they were they were exhibitions that we were really excited about showing and we'd sort of been waiting for almost a year to see them and so that was that was quite a great way to start so a couple of those exhibitions were toured in from elsewhere and they were really wonderful shows and then in the middle of the year we opened um, Imagine in the context of a room which is a retrospective of the artist Joanna Margaret Paul yeah fantastic um, fantastic exhibit yeah yeah yeah. so I was um, you know I worked on that with my colleague Lauren Gutzel and uh, a colleague from um, the Sargent Gallery in Wanganui Greg Donson and we've been you know we often have these very long term kind of research lead exhibitions Quartetti was the one that came prior to that and then yeah Joanna so we've been working on the Joanna Paul project for a couple of years and you know it, it's been a fraught couple of years for for long-term planning so it was really um, massively gratifying to kind of see that get that off the um, ground and yeah yeah yeah. and (laughs) and, you know the book for that went to print at the beginning of 2021 and so you know there was lots of sort of you know questions around production and shipping delays and whether we'd get there and we got there and that was really you know wonderful because it's a really important publication it's the first publication about the artist at that kind of really big kind of robust scholarly scale um, which we're really proud of it's on the New Zealand Book Awards long list which is exciting yeah, and so we opened Imagine in the context of the room about I feel like it was the 6th of August it was about a week before we went into lockdown so you know as the stars aligned it was really wonderful to be able to freely gather to celebrate that opening with the artist's children with the artist's whānau wider whānau and it was a really a project like that is a really important project it's important project for art history it's an important project for feminist um histories and it but it's also and i think most importantly you know it's hugely meaningful to families to see their family members getting you know roundly acknowledged by by history and so you know i was really thrilled that we got to do that because it hasn't always been a given over the last two years so it was nice to kind of sneak in there and we, we at the same time we opened a really great new work project by sonia lacy who was our artist in residence and that was another really good achievement I think we, in 2021 residencies are a big part of what we do and they're really important to us um, yeah. they bring <coughs> bring uh, a really interesting diverse group of artists into the community here to work to spend time to do research that's meaningful create new work and it's difficult to do residencies um, under the circumstances of the time so um, in 2020 we sort of really did shift the lens on that entirely and we instead of bringing an artist in from Aotearoa outside of the region and internationally we redirected the funding to support an artist who lived here Mm. on a long-term kind of residency in place uh, which was kind of an interesting proposition but in 2021 we were able to kind of restart bringing people in and so Sonia had come in and she'd made a really very beautiful exhibition Totally Dark Um, yeah uh, yeah, it was a 
a real cracker of a show. There's um, like several projectors, eh? That was yeah. in the totally dark space. Yeah. yeah. I was sort of all prepared to think, oh no, 2021 mustn't have been very good, but actually 2021 was a really stellar year for the gallery. We had, yeah, we had really strong new works, uh, new contemporary projects. We had really strong art historical projects. And then the, a lot of the work of the year, second part of the year, was kind of pushing towards getting the shows that are on at the moment realised. And, you know, mm. those those exhibitions, um, you know, the sort of exhibitions you kind of noted, Hurahiana Kafetu in Tauraka Toy and Hereka Takumara, mm. you know, those have all been the product of really, really long-standing relationships that have been kind of at work and at play over over several years. And so, you know, the, a, a lot of the, the rest of this year has been, or last year, sorry, had been focused on, you know, just figuring out how we were going to do it, because we knew we were going to do it. We weren't kind of going to let the six weeks of lockdown kind of derail our commitment to that to those projects and I think the artists um, well I know that the artists felt the same you know the times of figuring out how to contingency plan or how to think about things differently um, you know ha- have become quite real and so yeah getting getting to the end of 2021 and getting those exhibitions open under the circumstances of I think we were in red traffic light by the time we opened our last season of shows last year yeah so you know there's been a lot of boring logistical kind of conversations around, you know, what is a level two can't remember how the levels work but, you know, at what level are we closed at what level are we open, what does open look like, blah blah yeah. blah, blah, blah and yeah. what does traffic light look like and how does that how does that mesh with con- conceptual thinking about art, how does that mesh with, with tikanga Māori and what that means for projects and the institution and you know, those things are really dynamic and interesting things so you know, yeah. that's what 2021 was all about. It was sort of inventing and reinventing and reinventing <laughs> how we were going to we get to the end, but kind of being fully committed to getting to the end. Yeah, I think you guys did a pretty good job on that front. Uh, we are running a little bit long, but so I'll just have to make this my last question. But uh, in terms right. of exhibits for this year, what can what can gallery goers expect to see from the DPAG in 2022? Can you give away right, too much well, or is it quite top secret? Oh, no, come in. I would say to everyone, come in to the gallery as long as we're open. You know, we're working under whatever guidelines we're working under, but we're really committed to serving our audiences and our artists. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've got that that program worked on in partnership with Paimanu, the Naitahu Contemporary Visual Artists. And so, yeah, really strong kind of Kaupapa Māori contemporary exhibition making experiences on offer at the moment. And then the next changeovers, which are in May, focus on kind of more like individual projects by um, contemporary artists. So we've got Christopher Ulatupu, who's a video um, artist who usually lives in Pornaki in Wellington and he's on residence in North Porti at the moment making new work so that will be amazing and good fun we've got Oliver Perkins who's a contemporary um, painter and he he's also made a really wonderful new show so I think the emphasis now is advocating for artists working now and supporting them to have a platform for their work because it's been a hard time to have a platform for work and you know we, we, we're here to, to work with artists who are trying to do what they do well under trying circumstances we've got a new contemporary collection show we've got a new Fano centred gallery which is a new exhibition launching 
in May. Uh, and then at the second part of the year, we are really excited to be relaunching our international program. We've had to put that on ice for a couple of years and we're really excited um, to be getting some really high-level contemporary artists who are based in London and in Australia um, with new shows for Aotearoa. So that's a bit of a, that's a, bit of a, a highlight for the end of the year. It's yeah. kind of one of the cool things about the DPEG is that, you know, the international program and the um, Aotearoa program are, you know, great kind of linchpins of our contemporary programming, sort of bringing the best of the world here and looking at the best of our world here. Um, yeah, yeah, can't wait. Can't wait for this year. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, it sounds like it's going to be fantastic. So I just want to get through the next couple of months and then we'll <laughs> Yeah, see. I think we all do, eh? <laughs> all right, thank you very much uh, for speaking with me, Lucy. Have a fantastic day. And yeah, I very much look forward to seeing what Deepag has an offer for 2022. All right. Thanks for having me, Zach. Matiwa. No problem. Matiwa. Wow, well, we were... Ah! That was... <laughs> <laughs> Round two. No, that was, of course, none other than DPAG curator Lucy Hammonds talking about how the DPAG's gone, what's been what's been going up. It was nice to finally get that interview sussed. I've been working yeah. on that for a wee while. It's just... Pin hard been... yards. What sorry? Put in the hard yards. Put in the hard yards, man. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm finally glad that the schedule was clear for both of us to do that. But anyway. Thanks for listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.